Just quickly before we get started, if you don't have time to review your own construction contracts that you're about to sign, or you don't have the expertise, obviously you're an expert in some other area, maybe not in contracts, please go to quantumcontractsolutions.com, book in a call with our team, and we will show you how we can help you sign a better contract that has way less risk and ultimately set you up to make more profit on your construction contracts and stay in business over the long term, go to quantumcontractsolutions.com and we'll see you there. Hey, construction legend. So today I'm going to tell you about what happened on a sales call I had with a massive billion dollar Chinese subcontractor and what you can learn from it. Um, and I'll go through that in the second half of the video. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Kian Brennan. I'm the CEO of a company called Quantum Contract Solutions. And the reason we make these videos and the podcasts on Spotify and iTunes is because there are so many construction companies out there. And this particular subcontractor included, I'm going to talk about, that makes so many contractual mistakes or don't know how to play the contractual game. And because of that, they lose so much money. So construction is separated really into just two parts. One is building something, supplying something, and doing some construction-related activity. And the other half is getting paid for it. That's the business of construction. And so this podcast, these videos are all about the money side of construction. So on this call, there was a moment in time where I realized that the sheer size and magnitude of this company that I was speaking with and how entirely, I don't know how to say it in in a podcast, but how bad they were, it was absolutely shocking from a commercial point of view. You wouldn't believe it. It was shocking. So they said to me, oh, yeah, we have uh, in their, you know, their Chinese company and they supply um, or supply and install facades on skyscrapers. And they said to me, yeah, we have, you know, uh, you know, 20, 30 contracts here, another 30, 30 something contracts here. And, you know, you know, mentioning various different um, uh, parts of the world and we are global presence, I guess, and that's why they, they're interested in, in chatting to us. They said to me, uh, I was like, okay, well, how much are each of these projects? And they said, oh, each one is about 25 or $30 million. And I just, you started totting up the numbers in your head and you're like, okay, right. That is astronomically high. And then we were started talking about their contracts. And as we were, you know, going through the situations and the issues that they have, it was, it came very clear that they weren't contractual. And they said to me, hey, we don't want to be contractual. We, we want to maintain a good relationship. I'm like, okay, that's, that's you know, that, that, that's great. And they go, however, we keep getting run into issues on, you know, design and construct issues. So the client keeps wanting to make changes and changes and changes and changes. And one of their issues was, well, they're saying because we're the designing constructor, any, um, anytime we, they make a change, they can do it for free. And depending on what part, I mean, if, if they make a change, if they're making a change based on something being incorrect that you designed, well, then okay, I guess that makes sense. But if they're making a change from like, did you want to change the design? Well, then no, that's not right as long as we're past a, a certain point in time. 
And we were they're like, yeah, of course. So we're talking through all of these different things. And so they had lost an incredible amount of money from a contractual point of view on these things, not getting paid for things. And the thing is, because of the volume that they're doing, and I guess the margin that they're making, you know, operating directly out, out of China and essentially selling into these other companies and, and then employing local people to um, at a rates-based uh, type of a contract to install it, you know, the, the model is, is pretty good and they're able to absorb those costs. But obviously it's gotten to the point where, you know, the cost that they're losing is getting too high. And so it turned out that this size of a company was essentially just signing the contracts that they were given by the clients. And they were just not submitting any notices, no extensions of time, and uh, almost uh, yeah, o- only a variation when it's, it's a, mon- a monstrosity of a variation. Two secs, and we'll get right back to the show. If you are a return listener, can you please leave a rating and subscribe? It makes a huge difference to the amount of people that see the podcast and the amount of people that we can impact. It will take you less than 10 seconds, and you can do it while you're listening. Um, And let's get back to the show. Everything else, they were just sucking up. They were just taking it all on the chin. So not getting paid for all these, we're talking millions and millions of dollars. And I remember in the sales call, I said to him, obviously, we're trying to close the deal, of course. But I said to him, okay, just I'm just stopping this for a second. Regardless if you decide to go ahead with quantum or not, you 100% need to employ people contractually. And so if you look at, and I, I, I listed off some of their competitors, um, and, it, and some of the other large construction companies. If you look at these guys and if you look at their, their org chart or how they're built, they will easily have a lawyer, a contracts person, a contracts administrator, a quantity surveyor, multiple of these people on each one of these projects. Right, so if you have one $24 million project, that's one of these th- uh, projects, they will have two contracts people, three contracts people working just on that project. And you don't have a single person. They just had one guy that was operating all of these things. Eventually, so I said, you know, these companies do that because there's a return on investment. And so there is a game of contracts that you need to understand that is being played. And if you don't play the game, you're never going to get paid these things. So if you don't want to work with us, you've got to employ these people internally to to represent you. So something eventually clicked where they realized the extent of the loss that they were they were not making. Okay, the, the money was it was almost invisible to their company. And so when they realized that that was in fact, you know, money that was just filtering through a sieve, let's say, then they realized that need to to take some action. So if the biggest and best construction companies out there are, are employing contracts people, it, it is for a reason. You don't, these big companies don't do things by accident. It's because making money in construction comes down to be contractually astute, being on top of getting your change orders in, your extensions of time in, writing contractual letters, negotiating a lower risk contract upfront that sets you up for success in the contract. All of these things matter. And so 
a company that was essentially from a contractual commercial point of view was running like a subcontractor that was, you know, had a revenue of a million dollars a year, but these guys were huge. It was just the fact that they were making so much money that it almost didn't really matter. That made the difference. So for you and your business, the way to look at it is how can I get a system that makes sure that I get all my ducks in a row contractually so that I'm protected contractually if anything happens. And also, so I'm just not doing work for free and not like if I get instructed to go here, get paid for it. If if, if you're delayed by someone else, get paid for it. Time is money, obviously, you know. Um, And so you're entitled to to be paid for work extra work you do you're entitled to be paid if you're delayed and you incur additional costs because of that so if you do make sure you get paid for it it's what the biggest and best construction companies do they won't think you look contractually difficult they will think that you're professional provided that you start that way at the start of the contract so go forth and conquer don't be like this Chinese company, right? Or except for the money part, make make as much money as they do, but then put in some great contracts and um, systems into your business. Uh, I wish you the best and I'll chat to you in the next one.